0: Hey guys, this is Din.
1: And this is Rish. And
0: welcome back to Z Talk, the Zelda Dungeon Podcast.
1: So guess what, Din? What? We're on iTunes.
0: We are on iTunes. In
1: case you guys haven't noticed, we've been on iTunes since the last time we put up a podcast. And now all the podcasts from previous to that are up too.
0: So if you guys want to uh, listen to us on the go on your iPod or whatever you have, then uh, you can run over to iTunes and download us.
1: Just look up Talk in the search bar on your podcasts.
0: And when you do search that, you will also see our brand new logo.
1: Thanks to Cinnamon for that. We have a really good podcast on the go for you guys today. We have some uh, people that regularly send us submissions have sent us some stuff. And we have some new people that have sent us some stuff.
0: Yay, we always like new people.
1: Definitely. So keep those submissions coming in, guys.
0: And we'll move on to the podcast.
1: So, Din, I've been thinking. Okay. Okay, we're not having that joke again. (laughs) I've been thinking. You know what? I want to start doing submissions once in a while, too.
0: You know what? I've been thinking the same thing. I thought of a couple things I want to talk about.
1: But you know what? The big problem I have is I don't know what to call it. I don't know what to call my segment.
0: You read my mind, I don't know what to call mine either. You know, we have some people that submit regularly, like Axel the Beast, and he called his beastly oddities, and random person came up with a name for his now, we'll uh, save that one till you hear it, but uh, I don't know what to call mine.
1: Or mine. So you know what guys, I'm calling on you guys to give us a hand. Send in some suggestions.
0: You can send it to the email or you can post it in the comments section below. What would you call my section and what would you call Rich's section?
1: First up on today's podcast, we have Cinnamon, and she will be talking about the Zelda CDI games.
2: Ooh, let's have a listen. Hi everyone, Cinnamon here, and I'm feeling like spreading some Zelda appreciation. Well, that's kind of obvious, seeing as how Zelda Dungeon is a Zelda site after all, but I'm not talking about mainstream Zelda games. Let's forget those mainstream games for a moment. They get way too much attention as it is. Instead, I want to spread the love to some lesser-known Zelda games, which maybe even aren't that unknown but are still unloved nevertheless. Specifically, I want to spread the love to the Zelda CDI games, Faces of Evil, Wand of Gamelon, and maybe Zelda's Adventure 2. It's a hard call on that one. Now, Zelda Dungeon has done a fair share of coverage on these CDI games already, at least relatively speaking we streamed all three in the past, and in case you STILL have not seen it, shame on you if you haven't, Matsi's has a wonderful Wand of Gamelon video walkthrough on our YouTube channel. Given all that, hopefully at least some of you out there are not still of the same old biased, uninformed opinion that these games are an abomination of nature with no redeeming factors. Well, okay, they may still be abominations of nature, but they do actually have redeeming factors. <gasps> shocker, shocker, I know. So, what are these redeeming factors, you say? Well, take a listen.
3: Squadala! We are off! Oh boy! I'm so hungry, I could eat an octorok! Great! I can't wait to bomb some Dodongos! After you've scrubbed all the floors in Hyrule, my boy...
2: No, I'm not talking about those YouTube watchamacallits that are designed purely for the purpose of annoying the Watcher until their ears bleed. Though if you do enjoy those, then good for you, I'm not judging. I'm talking about the fact that, horrible game or not, the Zelda CDI games do provide epic entertainment. Not convinced? Try these.
4: Mmm, Of course I'm on your side, but I still have to sell the stuff. This is illegal, you know. Cursing the cursor with twice the curse. I'd say your chances are a
1: million to none. But let's
4: have fun, anyway! Ready? Am I here? Or here? Or here?
2: (laughs) Next!
3: Join me, Link, and I will make your face the greatest in Korodai! Or else you will die!
4: Don't fight him, feed him! My cakes will burn! OH MY GOODNESS, THIS IS AWFUL! YOU'VE KILLED ME!
2: GOOD! Yeah, I never said it wasn't weird, but you have to admit, it is amusing. Freakishly weird, but still amusing. And when it comes down to it, the games had to have done SOMETHING right if the player is amused, even if every other second is spent in sheer frustration over the poor design of the controls, BUT that's beside the point. I'm not here to bash the CDI games. I don't think. You may have noticed that all those clips before came from either Faces of Evil or Wand of Gamelon. Or maybe you didn't notice, in which case I am telling you right now that those clips only came from Faces of Evil and Wand of Gamelon. I specifically left out Zelda's Adventure because, well, Zelda's Adventure is drastically different from the first two in terms of graphics and cutscenes. Zelda's Adventure actually uses live-action cutscenes. That's right live action. It's rather hard to explain just how strange that is. What you have is an old man in a stone tower on top of a ridiculously high cliff surrounded by lightning, staring at the stars, waving his hands all mystic-like over this little blue crystal thing. It's uh, certainly interesting for lack of a better term. Another thing is that the music used in the games isn't quite half bad either. Granted, it's not Koji Kondo quality, in fact it's far from it, but it is still pretty catchy. I remember watching my friends playing this game, and every single time Link or Zelda stumbled across a new area, I would think to myself, hey, this music is pretty gosh darn good. I could really get used to this. Granted, when you're stuck in a level for a few hours trying desperately to get past the enemies with a shred of your life meter still intact, the music will start grating on the ears. But what music won't after such a long time listening? That's right, Zelda's Adventure, I'm looking at you. As for other redeeming factors, well, for all you hardcore gamers out there complaining about the lack of challenge in the recent Zelda games, just pick up the CDI. There's your daily, or monthly, recommended dose of challenge right there. Warning challenging does not necessarily equate to enjoyable. Proceed at your own risk. I am not responsible for you breaking your fingers. Thank you, and have a nice day. So uh, I think that's about it. Yeah. I mean, I said these games had redeeming factors, but I never said they had a lot. But maybe at least now you'll appreciate the games a little bit more. No point in senseless hating. Give the CDI some love! And, uh, yeah. I'll leave you all with this parting message. I won! (laughs) Hmm,
0: interesting thoughts.
1: You know what, Sin? I still don't like them.
0: Well, in her words, they are abominations of nature. But they have redeeming qualities, so we have to take some good from them, Rish.
1: Fine, I guess we can take some good stuff from them. And now on to our mailbag portion. So Din, did you want to read the first letter that we got?
0: Sure. Um, so we have a letter from Link70Million, and he asks, what is your favorite Zelda game?
1: You know what? That's a hard one, but I've still got to say Ocarina of Time. Really? Yeah. I liked Majora's Mask. I liked Twilight Princess. I liked a bunch of the originals, but I still have to say Ocarina of Time. Just. Had the most general, but the most specific stuff for me.
0: Hmm. I don't know. I guess I would probably say Okray Enough Time if you'd asked me, you know, a couple of years ago. But unfortunately, I'm to the point where I know what is through each and every single door. And I've completed it so many times that it started to lose its buzz for me. Um, so I would probably say Majora's Mask. But I'm sure if I played it long enough that I would uh, start to not enjoy it as much either. But
1: See, I honestly think that no matter what game you play, if you play it too much, we'll call it, then it won't be enjoyable anymore. Mm-hmm. You have to put it down for a while, come back to it, it's like seeing a childhood friend again.
0: Oh, that's true.
1: Alright, you know what? I've got another message here from Colonel Majora. Oh wow! He's go- It seems like he's going to be a recurring contributor to our mailbag. Regular. Um. He's wondering, do we think that putting Zelda and Link in a loving relationship would be a step in the right <laughs> direction? <laughs> you don't seem to agree.
0: Oh, I hate this question. No, I shouldn't say I hate I. No, I don't. I don't like the idea at all. I've had this question asked to me. Um, not in the mailbag, but before. No, I don't like the idea at all. Um, I don't see Link as being romantically inclined, I guess is (laughs) the right word for it. Um, and I don't believe that Zelda really does either. She's simply, um, looking for his help in saving her kingdom. I don't think she's looking for a lover, no.
1: So you don't think that there's any chance that, you know, you know, the hero can get the girl in the end?
0: Well, that's the normal fairy tale, but is that what I want? No.
1: Is that? No, you, you don't want Link to be happy.
0: I don't want Link to be with Zelda.
1: That's because you have a hate on for <laughs> Zelda, don't you?
0: Yes, that's probably true.
1: You know what? I'm going to leave this one alone before it becomes a little too much. Oh, no,
0: what's your opinion, Rish?
1: My opinion is, you know what? I don't know if Zelda would be the best one, but I think Link should have someone well, at some point.
0: Okay, yeah. I will I will totally go for that, but I don't think Zelda's the guy for or the girl for him.
1: All right. Fair enough.
0: Next question comes from Purple Link and they ask, do you guys think Skyloft could become Death Mountain? Um, what do you think, Rish?
1: I really don't think that that's a possibility. I think that Skyloft most likely would become, um.
0: The city in the sky. The
1: city in the sky.
0: I, I think if, it, if Skyloft is to become something, the city in the sky is probably, like, like you said, is probably much more of a possibility but no death mountain is a mountain
1: it's a geographic formation i don't think the crashing of a sky world would become
0: if i think if skyloft crashed you'd probably get a crater which
1: potentially
0: could come like hylia but
1: unless it's a floating mountain skyloft they I don't think they've explained it yet as a floating city or as floating anything. What if it's a giant floating mountain that just crashes and there you go?
0: Well, I guess we don't really know that yet. There's
1: slim possibilities, but chances are not so I don't think so. Well, you know what? I've got another letter here from Juicy J. And they ask, do you think the whip will be used like the grappling hook again in Skyward Sword, like it was in Spirit Tracks? Me, personally, I say yeah.
0: Yeah, why not?
1: I think it'd be fantastic to do it just like in Spirit Tracks.
0: No, I think for sure. And, you know, you get the, the 3D effect. I mean, Spirit Tracks is 3D, but you know what, you don't, you're don't. you not having not the, the, the bird's eye view. Um, I think that'd be pretty cool, for sure. I'd like to see that.
1: I definitely would love to see that. I think, with the fact that you have the Wiimote control as well, swinging from it would be fantastic.
0: Uh, I think we have one more for this time. Um, this one comes from Dante Link Cloud. Do you guys think that more should be done with the Sheikah and the Dark Tribe? Like maybe having them be rivals or enemies?
1: I'm going to turn Ooh. this answer over to Din because I'm not entirely sure what I think yet.
0: Good question. <laughs> um, I'd love to see the Sheikah more. I'd really, really hope that we're going to see them in Skyward Sword. I we probably aren't, but I really wish we will. Um, having them be rivals or enemies—that'd be cool. I see. Personally, I mean, we don't really. We don't know that much about the Sheikah at all. We've only met three, as more as I can really think of. Um, Impa, Impa's and um, Sheik. Yeah, and, um, we don't know much about them, so could they be the Dark Tribe? That'd be cool to have them like
1: as an enemy and then change over
0: to becoming...
1: Sh- change allegiance because they're defeated?
0: And becoming Hyrule's protectors? That'd be cool. Um... Having the- we don't really know who the Dark Tribe is yet, that's- that's the hard part, it makes it really hard to answer this question. But, I personally see the Shika as being like these insane elite warriors, so I think it would be really cool to see, um, the Shika step up and fight against something. So, I'd love to see it. Um, do I think it'll happen? I don't know. In Skyward Sword, I don't think so. But, you never know. We might see the birth of the Sheikah tribe um, in terms of them becoming the royal family's guardians, but...
3: I think there's a
1: possibility. But we'll just have to wait and see.
0: I think it's a little slim, but we'll see.
1: We'll see how it goes. Well, thank you guys again for sending us your questions.
0: And as you guys know, we're always looking for new questions, so give us an email at dinandrish at gmail.com and we'll hopefully answer it and put it on the next podcast.
1: Next up, we have a random submission.
0: From some random person.
1: Sup ZD, Random
4: Person here, and you're listening to Random In-Person, where Random Person, that's me, gives his random thoughts about the random things he thinks about in Zelda, randomly. I'd like to thank K4King for that name idea, and now let's get on to the subject. And what I want to talk to you about today is Zelda. I know, surprise, surprise, but Surprises on you. I'm not actually just going to be talking about the Legend of Zelda series. I'm going to talk about Princess Zelda herself. And the reason that I'm bringing up Princess Zelda is... As I'm scouring Zelda Dungeon. Uh, you know, doing my typing thing. I look around and I see conversations about Zelda. And one would think that to be a Legend of Zelda series fan... One would have to be a... Princess Zelda fan. Well, one is not always correct. In fact, in this case, one would think wrong. I've seen people on Zelda Dungeon who did not have nice things to say about our beloved princess. And me, I'm a freaking huge fan of Princess Zelda. So the only thing I can do on the computer is ellipse to those comments. But to hear these things, these bad things about Princess Zelda is... You ever been playing Zelda and somebody comes and sees the game and they act all smart like, oh uh, imagine a Zelda, that game is stupid. Or they come and say, oh, Zelda, huh, that's gay. You you feel this this hurt this hurt feeling, this really hurt feeling in your heart that someone could say something so so bad. About something that you see it's just so so beautiful and you want to punch him in the face but you can't do that because it's not very nice so rather than shut down everything I've heard about Zelda I decided that I'm going to display how I view the princess and the first thing I want to talk about is is what I see as the obvious symbol she's trying to they're trying to make her represent is a person of wisdom people often complain that Zelda does not do a lot well no she doesn't do a lot she doesn't do the on the scene stuff you know why because she's not the heroine of the game despite the fact that it's named after her link is the hero of the game so link is going to go out there and fight the bad guys He's a representative of courage. So he's going to do courageous things. He's going to go and he's going to take his sword. He's going to slash people. Do all this stuff and make you have fun. While Zelda is not going to be useless, mind you. She's seeing things on a higher level. She's looking at the big picture. Because that's what people of wisdom do. They look at the big picture. And they explain to those who don't understand the big picture. And so in Zelda games, we often... Here's Zelda explaining to us different things, rather than fighting right next to us where we would most likely prefer her to be. But she's not the courageous, she's not the symbol of courage, which is why they're not making her represent this female fighter with her sword slashing people around. She's wisdom. That's what she's going to do. And uh, you know, I also don't see her as what some people view as cowardice because she was in hiding for so long and even though she had all this power in her, she didn't fight Ganondorf. And what has to be realized here is that, yes, Zelda does have a lot of power. She's extremely powerful. But this other guy that that we want her to fight has the Triforce of power. She's not gonna win. And she knows she's not gonna win. That's why she doesn't fight. There's a difference between not fighting and knowing when not to fight. She's she's not being a coward. She knows that out there somewhere, there is a fairy boy with a green hat and a man skirt, And it is his destiny to kick this ugly guy's butt, which is why she doesn't do it. This is in both Ocarina of Time and Twilight Princess. You know, it seems like she's just giving up when Zelda lays down her sword. She's She's not giving up. She knows that she's not going to win this battle. Right, she knows that she she can come they're not gonna kill her if she lays down with her and they're not gonna kill the people that's with her but she and it works out in the end you know link comes being a symbol of courage and he saves the day and that that's actually another thing I want to talk about people often complain or that Zelda is a symbol of a damsel in distress that she can't really represent what a person's supposed to do she has to wait and I'm seeing these conversations on Zelda dungeon I'm not just making them up I am paraphrasing them and they talk about how the the man has to get things done because Zelda can't really do anything herself I really don't view it as that at all because throughout the games Zelda is still helping link she's still giving him advice like i said not on a courageous scale. she's giving it to him on a wisdom scale and we have to realize that she she's representing a person in authority and one really major goal that she's representing is that she's a drive for link now think back to ocarina of time might have been some time for some of you might have been yesterday for the rest of you but, you play through Ocarina of Time, and you don't know where Zelda is throughout the adult life of the game. And after you beat the so many temples, I think there's five, uh, you can stone me later if I'm wrong. Um, after you beat them, Zelda, spoiler alert, finally reveals herself. And you are just, you're just so happy, you're on the tip of your toes. that. Zelda is finally with you and you're just you're really happy to finally see Zelda because she represents this radiant beauty that has been that you've been searching for and then Ganondorf takes her away and you want to kick his butt so badly that he would wait till Zelda reveals herself and then just snatch her, like, right in front of you. And you can bet Link feels the same way. He doesn't want to fail anymore. Well, not that he wanted to fail, but he no longer sees failure as an option. And, uh, if you don't believe me, let's let's think back to Twilight Princess. In Twilight Princess, Link's drive was, um, it was Illya. Leah, The blonde-haired girl. Yeah, her. The, Orde- the Ordon girl, yeah. That was his drive. But, eventually, he found her. And... She got sick, she was safe. She still lost her memory, but she was safe. You know, Link's like, okay, I'm gonna go save Hyrule, but my girl's fine in more ways than one. So, then, your drive, after you meet Zant, your drive is now, uh, Midna, who becomes sick, and you're trying to hurry up and get her there, you know, get her healed. And then, you see Zelda, who once again is representing this mysterious, radiant beauty, and she gives Midna... Her power in a very dramatic, like, fashion that makes you feel sorry for her. Makes you feel like she's really giving a sacrifice because as she fades away, it makes you feel like she's dying. Even though spoiler alert, you find out that later she's still alive, but it makes you feel like she's dying, and it, it almost is almost enough to bring tears to your eye. And later, you teleport out of the out of the castle, and then you turn around and the twilight just cl- encloses over the castle as if zen is saying she's mine now this princess just did a huge sacrifice for you you're gonna feel some anger you can go back and re-watch that scene link and midna get so angry on that scene there's this slow growing anger on both of their faces now i felt the exact same way when i was playing it, to be honest with you and Link no longer feels that he has an option to fail. No way. Xant is getting his butt kicked. I'm going to kick all the booty that gets in my way, and there's no booty in this world that I can't kick as long as it means getting Zelda back. So, to see, and to, she's not even still truly, if you still think she's a damsel in distress, I don't think so, because she comes back in the end, and she helps, she's fighting alongside Link, Helping to defeat the ultimate bad guy. She's still there. So to think that she's only a damsel in distress. I don't see it as that at all. She's She serves a much higher purpose in my eyes. Now let me tell you. I will be the first random person to be in line and buy a game where Zelda is in her physical form. And she's right next to you fighting alongside you. That would be such an epic game and I cannot wait for something like that to come out. Believe you me. But I do not feel that Zelda's past representations are an insult to her. I feel that they are very important. Zelda is a very important character. She's actually my second favorite character in uh, all the Legend of Zelda series. Can you guess who's first? (laughs) Link. (laughs) And I don't... Feel that the representations that have been given to her are really fair, and uh, you know those are my thoughts. Uh, you can agree with them, or those are the gist of my thoughts. You know, there's a lot more going up in this random brain, and you can agree with them, or you cannot. <laughs> it's actually hard for me to say that this time because I really, I really feel strongly about this. You know, I've been playing Zelda a whole lot, and I feel like you know I have to protect her when somebody's coming to insult her. Some serious fourth wall breakage. I blame Link. And, uh, well, those are my thoughts, and you can agree with them, or you cannot. You know, as I say all the time, I'm just some random person. I don't know everything in the world. But, um, uh, yeah. That's it, and, well, that was Random, and I'm out.
0: Thank you, Random Person, for your first official submission for Random in Person. Din what?
1: He's not in person though.
0: Well, no, because he's a random person.
1: But his segment's called Random In Person, but he's not in person.
0: There you go, there's something to boggle your mind for the rest of the day. Ah! <laughs> Our next submission comes from one of our forum members from
3: across the seas! Migo7. Hey guys, it's Migo7 here from Zelda Dungeon, and I'm here to talk to you about some of the latest Zelda releases, mainly focusing on the comparison between Phantom Hourglass, Spirit Tracks, and Minish Cap. This is because I loved Minish Cap. It was one of the best games I've ever played, Zelda and not. It's probably still the top at the top there for me probably still my favorite i just love it it's it's just so fun and it's just one of those games that you can just not put down even if you just put it down for a few days you go back to it anyway and it's just got one of the best storylines ever for zelda vati is the you know he's a great villain link himself is just you know the story is great and the whole picori picori that that is like such a good idea the race is really good and they're the story all fits perfectly and the Kingstones are one of the best addition side quests ever to the games i think that is one of the best ideas probably and then you get phantom hourglass and you expect it to be great because you see that was my first zelda game because i never really heard of it before i mean i got it and i loved the game but then i played other zeldas and realized how rubbish phantom hourglass is compared to them and i i love phantom hourglass but as a Zelda game it's just not up to the standards I mean stylus control for one thing some people like that I liked it but classic control are just so much better for a game because it's, everything is just edging further and further away from what we'd say is a classic video game and then you get spirit tracks and you think oh no this is worse because the games really just are not good they're just the bunnies on Spirit Tracks. I am sorry, but that is just one thing that drove me insane. Just like going along, oh my God, there's a bunny. So you try and catch it, and then you miss it, and then you have to just go all the way back, and then it's not there, and you just have to wait, and then to catch a rabbit. And how is that going to help you? That just, I just thought that was stupid, and the whole train thing. It it took ages. And on Phantom of the, the boat on the train. I mean, I, I haven't played Wind Waker. I've been told the boat's really slow on Wind Waker, but at least there's, no, there's not random things popping up, so you could just go away and come back again on Wind Waker. But then, I think this has been said before, but you just... There's just loads of stupid things on the train track or in the sea that attacks you for no reason when you're sailing. And then something happens, and then you just get killed because you've gone away. I just think that there's just been a disappointment. I just... They're going to release Ocarina of Time again, obviously, on the 3DS. I'm not sure what to think of that, because I know Ocarina of Time is a brilliant game. So that's like, that's not the problem. It's the fact that the 3D, I'm not sure how that's going to work. Because I'm just thinking that's going to be a headache. I mean, my sister can't even watch 3D movies, and even I find it really hurts my eyes and my head. So if that's on my DS, I'm not really sure that that's even going to work or not. And... I- I think they, should, they need to release a DS release of Zelda, and a different one, obviously after maybe after they've made Skyward Sword, and they need to make it good, because as it's going, it's getting worse and worse. I'm expecting Skyward Sword to be pretty good, kind of like a meld of Ocarina of Time and maybe a bit of Twilight Princess. I'm re- I think that's going to be pretty good, even with the swing controls, maybe people have complained that's not really a video game. But, I still think, I have high expectations for Skyward Sword. But then again, so I did for Spirit Tracks, and that really was quite a letdown. I I mean, I think they need to make a DS release that's not bad. I mean, I'm not saying Spirit Tracks and Phantom Hourglass are awful, but I'm just saying I really did not like them compared to just other games that I've been playing. Anything, I mean, Zelda, any other game, really. I can't really compare it, I suppose. But things like Professor Layton is way better than Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks. Phantom Argos had a good storyline, mind. The cutscenes were good and the story was continuous and the adventure was good. But then on Spirit Tracks it lost that and it just I don't know where it went. I did like the instrument. I did like that playing the pan flute was pretty good. I thought that was a good addition to the game. But then it was also kind of annoying. Some of the songs were really hard. I mean, obviously my DS is quite old now. I had it for like what, 5 years and still you know still alive and, but maybe that's maybe why it's hard for me but I just personally found it really hard to do some of some of the songs I just didn't think the microphone was working particularly well and I'm not sure how people felt about that I thought the songs obviously I mean an instrument in Zelda is is good it's probably one of the classic requirements but I just don't think I like Spirit checks and Phantom Hourglass as much as I should have done I think Nintendo should have made them better I just what I mean I played a bit of just the original Legend of Zelda and I do like it I mean it's obviously not great yet because it's just so undeveloped compared to the rest of the games but it's good still and then when you have other games as you're going along Ocarina of Time it gets better the graphics on Ocarina of Time are quite good they're not great but they are still really quite good really and the story is great and the playstyle is great for Ocarina of Time and then you come along and you get Twilight Princess. Personally, I don't like Twilight Princess very much, but it's great. The graphics, the controls, the playstyle's good. Just the darkness of it, I didn't really like. So, I might not like Majora's Mask. I'm just one of the people who just does not... I didn't find Twilight Princess great. I've not completed it. Yeah, I just don't have the urge to go back on it quite now. Then you got Minish Cap. Well, Minish Cap before, actually. But you get Minish Cap, and it's one of the best games ever. And then you're waiting, and then you get, you get Phantom Hourglass, and you get Spirit Tracks, and then they just let you down, and I don't know how that happened. I think using the stylus is a good idea in theory, but I just really think that both of those games were just a letdown for me. So, I don't know what I'd really say about them, apart from just, I didn't really like Phantom Hourglass or Spirit Tracks overly. They had a few good things, but they had more bad overall overruling that. So, I hope Nintendo, after Skyward Sword, if they're going to release another DS one, make it good. Okay, see you guys, go 7, signing off.
1: Thank you, Migo7, for your talk about handheld games.
0: Yes, thank you very much, Migo. You know what, Rish? I don't even really like handheld games.
1: What do you mean you don't like handheld games?
0: I don't. I just don't.
1: Like Zelda handhelds or any handhelds? No,
0: any handhelds. I just never really got into them.
1: You know what, Din? I don't know if I can talk to you anymore.
0: Oh, ouch.
1: But we're going to have to get you set up with some handheld games for a bit and maybe lock you in a closet or something.
0: I'll just steal your DS for the next month.
1: I'd be okay with
0: that. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Keaton Quiz. I would like to welcome our returning champion, Cinnamon. Hi, everyone. And her opponent, this time, random person.
1: Ellipsis. (laughs) (laughs) Who's that random guy (laughs) saying ellipsis?
0: So, before we start... I'd like to go over the rules again, for everybody who is hearing this for the first time. So, both of you will be asked a question from one of two categories. The Legend of Zelda, or Zelda Dungeon. You must buzz in to answer the question. We will call whoever buzzed in first to answer. You have 15 seconds to answer. If you hesitate too long, or answer incorrectly, you will hear this sound and your opponent will get a chance to steal. If neither of you buzz in within 15 seconds, the question will be discarded. If you buzz in before the question has been read in its entirety, you will not be read the remainder of the question. In the event of a steal, the question will be reread. Correct answers will be indicated by this sound and you will be awarded a point. There are 10 questions this time. You need six to win. The winner will move on to the next round of the Keaton Quiz and will be challenged by a different opponent. Now, I'd like you both to demonstrate your buzz in sounds. So Cinnamon is using... And Random Person is using...
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so Random Person is going to use ellipsis.
0: Ellipsis. Okay, sounds good. Are you both ready? Yes.
4: Sure enough. (laughs) <laughs> all right <laughs>
0: All right. sounds good going down sin <laughs> <laughs> at least I got my name right that time <laughs> <laughs> okay are you ready question one category legend of zelda in what game did the hook shot make its first appearance random person
4: a link to the past
0: that is correct Random person has our first point. Question number two. Category, Legend of Zelda. In the Minish cap, how many bottles are there to collect? Counting in their heads.
1: Wow. I hope you guys aren't going on the website trying to figure this out.
0: You only have 15 <laughs> seconds.
1: You have two seconds.
0: Oh, question lost. Question number three, The Legend of Zelda. What is the mini-boss in Arbiter's Grounds? Cinnamon. The Death Sword. That is correct.
1: Epic uh, epic mini-boss battle. So we're up to 1-1 now.
0: Question number four, Mm -hmm. category, Zelda Dungeon. What is the newest feature that has been added to the forums? Oh, that was close. I think I heard
1: the bell first, though.
0: Do you? Okay, we'll give that one to Cinnamon. The blogs. I do hope this was a That is correct. correct. <laughs> Again, I'm not going crazy. <laughs> I'm not going
1: crazy yet. 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 I am.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Random, you are crazy already. You're not going there, you're already there.
0: Question number five: Category: The Legend of Zelda. In both Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, there is a song that has the ability to repair signs. What songs are they? (laughs) Random person.
4: Uh, The Song of Healing and uh, Zelda's Lullaby.
0: Correct.
1: Good stuff. Up to 2-2. You guys are making a good game.
0: Question number six. Category, The Legend of Zelda. The bunny hood is found in which two Zelda games? Cinnamon.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is incorrect. That
2: was not me. Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. That is correct. I love rabbits. I know you love rabbits.
4: (laughs) (laughs) We're aware. We all are aware.
0: (laughs) Okay, question number seven. Category, Zelda Dungeon. What is Zelda Dungeon's most recent walkthrough? Hint, it was published as a video on YouTube. Cinnamon? Are we
2: talking about Wand of Gamelon? We
1: are! Sweet. <laughs> Good job. sins up on this is random. Zelda game. <laughs> We're not We're starting that Zelda argument game. here.
0: This you could
1: submit something <laughs> to that respect
0: later (laughs) okay question number eight category Legend of Zelda which games have the magnetic gloves this is a hard question
1: this is definitely a hard question it seems our two contestants are really pondering it but they only have five seconds
0: someone gonna try it
1: toss it out toss it out (laughs)
0: Question lost.
1: That's two questions lost in one game.
4: Oh, sorry.
1: We haven't <laughs> had that before.
0: No, we've what had more. Everything? Have we had more? Yes, we oh. have. <laughs> Question number nine. Category Zelda Dungeon. What is Zelda Dungeon Forum's newest BB code? Random person.
4: Is it the spoiler
0: code? It is! Oh, that's what you were talking about! I don't know what you were saying
4: in
0: seven. This is a tight game. We have Random Person at three and Cinnamon at four. And one more question left.
1: We can tie it up here or we'll decide a new winner.
0: All right. Cinnamon's either going to take her title or Random Person is going to make a tie. So question number... Question number 10. Category Legend <clears throat> of Zelda. In Phantom Hourglass, Astrid the fortune teller is what race?
1: Wow.
2: Think, think, think.
1: Dead airspace. Five more
2: seconds. Cinnamon. I'm just going to totally throw Hylian out there because I was not aware they were.
0: <laughs> that is incorrect, which allows for a steal. Random person. In Phantom Hourglass, Astrid, the fortune teller, is what race?
4: Um, the uh, Gerudo.
0: That is also incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: this week's winner is
0: Cinnamon. Oh.
1: She maintains her title for the next challenger. <laughs>
0: Congratulations, Cinnamon. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Random person that was a valiant effort, but you came up short.
4: I just got one thing to say.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I knew you were going to say that.
0: Well, we appreciate both of your time, and we wanted to thank you both for being on the Keaton Quiz. Thank
2: you. (laughs) I CAN'T BELIEVE i LOST!
1: (laughs) (laughs) It'll be okay, random person. You could always come back another time and try again. Everything
3: I know is (laughs) a
0: lie!
1: Alright, so...
0: We will see you guys next time on the Keaton Quiz. And we are looking for someone to dethrone cinnamon. So if you'd like to be on the Keaton Quiz, give us an email and we will put you on the list.
1: Alright, so check out that email below. Alright guys, well that's it for another edition of Z Talk, the Zelda Dungeon Podcast.
0: But podcasting is never over. We always want submissions, so if you have something you want to talk about on Z Talk, you should look up uh, the invitation on our forums and make us a submission and send it to us.
1: Also, we're always looking for more mailbag questions, so look at the email down below. It's dinandrish at com.
0: Hope to hear from you soon, guys. This is Din.
2: And this is Rish.
0: And this was Talk, the Zelda Dungeon Podcast.